statements of opinion. I'm your host, Francine Vasquez, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about everyday events, happenings, pet thieves, and everything under the sun in order to provide you with a fun and sometimes serious look at life. This week, I thought I'd talk about the Army. As I think I have mentioned in the past that I was in the Army for four years, and I thought I'd talk about basic training because I was watching a YouTube video about it. Um, Actually, there are a lot of YouTube videos out there now about basic training and um, taken from the perspective of drill sergeants and uh, recruits and, you know, documentaries and everything. You can you can just jump online and and find tons of videos about it. (laughs) But I was watching what basic training looks like today and kind of thinking about what my basic training looked like. And I thought I'd talk about that. So first of all, when I went to basic training, this was in the 90s, okay? Because I'm old. So (laughs) it was a long time ago. And it was before they had decided to make basic training co-ed. So when I went through it, females trained separately from males. So we were in different units and we didn't ever really mix in training. And actually, the only day of the week that we could even see each other, males and females, were Sundays when we went to church <laughs> or, we, or we had some free time. But um, that's kind of the time frame that I'm talking of. And, and I'm going to tell you, obviously, I'm not going to remember everything because my memory is horrible. But I'll tell you the things that I do remember. So let's see. Um, one of the things that I do also want to say is your basic training experience in the Army is going to vary. It really depends not just on the drill sergeants you have or the unit you happen to be in, but really where you go through basic training. So I don't know if this is all the same. Again, I went through in the 90s. So if you're thinking about basic training now and I'm saying stuff and you're like, wow, it's not like that. It's probably because it's been years and years. But I went to basic training at Fort Leonard Wood in Missouri. Some people, most people that I knew went to basic training at Fort Jackson, which is in what, South Carolina, I think. So their experiences were very different than my experiences. And that's probably different than if you go to uh, one of the units that combines your basic training and your advanced individual training, AIT. And AIT is where you go to learn your job, the job that you're going to do for the military. That, for me, was separate. It was different. So basic training was eight weeks at the time that I went through, and I went to Fort Leonard Wood, as I said. So one of the biggest differences is that we didn't call our drill sergeants by the title drill sergeant. We just called them sergeant. I don't know why it was like that out there, but that's just how it was. I know that's different for Fort Jackson. Another difference was, I mean, I'm kind of jumping around, but I remember that we weren't really rushed when we were eating. So I've seen a lot of videos 
uh, basic training when you're eating and there were a lot of restrictions and you had to walk a certain way and you sit at the table a certain way and swallow down the food, you know, you know, hurry up and, you know, eat it. You can taste it later, that kind of thing. We didn't have that. From what I recall, once we sat down, our restriction was you needed to be finished before your drill sergeant was finished. So the drill sergeant sat in the middle of the room and we sat on the sides, on the tables on the sides, and you needed to be finished eating your meal by the time your drill sergeant was finished because you couldn't be in there if your drill sergeant wasn't in there. So that was really the only restriction um, for us for eating meals. So we were never really rushed through the meal. So I didn't have that um, experience. The other thing is mornings. So, and this could be just my unit and how my drill sergeants handled it. But when we were getting ready in the mornings, we would get up a half hour before the drill sergeant would come on the floor and and officially wake us up so that we had time to get dressed and to clean up, you know, so we could get showered. And then, you know, you have to clean the shower and the shower had to be dry. So in order to dry it all off, clean the bathroom and have everything set, we would get up a half hour earlier on our own. So that's something we were able to do. And I don't know that you were able to do that anywhere else. I'm not sure. But anyway, what I remember of basic training is it was kind of like it was in phases for sure. But at first you show up at the recruit battalion, I think it was. I think that's what it was called. But I should have <laughs> I should have looked this all up so I'd have all the terminology correct. But basically, that's where you get your uniforms, your shots, all all your gear, everything like that first, and then you're shipped off to your basic training unit. So I had the genius idea to you know end up starting during the holidays. So I joined. Over the New Year's weekend. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Why uh, Why I even decided to do it in the winter was crazy anyway. But so I had to report over the New Year's weekend. So a lot of things were closed down. Because usually when you show up, everything starts. But since it was a four-day weekend, everything was shut down. So we just kind of, kind of had it easy. We kept our civilian clothes for the whole weekend. And we kind of just chilled a bit. We didn't really have any any rules or anything going on. But once it started, I remember that I think at this point you were still males and females. I don't think they separate you there except that they separated us to get our uniform. So we went into a room and then we had to strip down to our underwear and then they give you your socks. Okay. Then you go to the next station and that's where you get your pants and you, as you're, so you have a bag, they've, they've given you, I think a duffel bag and you're putting your, your BDUs or your battle dress uniform. That's the camouflage uniform into the bag, but you're also putting on a pair because you have, you know, up to that point you were just in civilian clothes. So you're putting on your pants and you're putting on your t-shirt and you're putting on then your your 
um, top, your BDU top. They give you your hat. Then you go to, and it's like a, an assembly line. And I think you've seen that in other um, movies and, and TV shows and YouTube videos. And that's true. All the way down to your boots. And then you get your first pair of boots. And I have to say that I was lucky because, you know, later on, you, you know, you have to break in boots, any kind of boots. And a lot of people in my unit and probably people just can relate to this had a lot of trouble with that. They got blisters and things like that. And they would have sores and stuff because they had such trouble with their shoes. My shoes fit properly and they broke in really quickly, and I never got blisters or anything like that. So I was happy with that. Um, You get your shots. Uh, Even the shots were like an assembly line. You know, I think they're vaccinations and stuff, and I know anti-vaxxing. We're not going to get into that. I'm just going to tell you what happened, okay, because I don't remember being asked if I wanted to have this shot or that shot. I remember we went into the next room and we had to pull our sleeves up so that our top of our, you know, like our arms were exposed and they were standing on either side of us with these um, vaccine guns that kind of use air pressure to push the vaccine in. So it wasn't really needles necessarily. And they're just like, bam, bam, into each arm, bam, bam, into and And we got like four or five shots, to be honest. I don't know what they were. They didn't tell us what they were ahead of time. They do ask you if you're allergic to anything somewhere along that line before you get to there. But it was boom, 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 and you're done. And you're sore. (laughs) But I didn't get asked. So there's that. And all the while when you're in recruit the recruit battalion, you're learning little basics about how to march together, you know, how to stand at attention and stand at ease and stuff. But it's kind of laid back, as laid back as it can be for basic training. And nobody's really being tough on you at this time. Not really. You're not getting yelled at. You're just learning a couple of cadences and learning to march, you know, left, 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 right, left, that kind of deal. But nothing tough until... You go to your actual unit for training. So on that day, I remember... So let me back up. We get all kinds of gear. You get your uniforms. You get your PT uniforms or your physical training uniforms. You get... Like there's this thing called a web belt that holds your your ammo pouches. And you can put your flashlight on it and all this other stuff that you wear into combat. You get your water bottle your helmet, all that extra stuff that you need. That's your gear. And so you get a duffel bag full of that stuff. Wait, no, we get like, you end up having, you end up having two duffel bags and a laundry bag full of clothing and gear. That's right. Two duffel bags full. And so I remember that one duffel bag was like shipped ahead with us, ahead of us. And then we had one duffel bag with us, a laundry bag that was full to the brim of stuff. 
and you have your personal bag. Because when you arrive at basic training, you have your personal bag. Let me just forewarn you, do not bring a whole lot of crap with you to basic training. And I, and I mean like, you know, personal clothes. You should probably just bring the clothing on your back and maybe one or two changes. I would say one change of clothing. And then the, any things that are on the list that they give you that you're allowed to bring or that you should bring, that stuff only. Don't bring anything else. You can't carry it. So I remember that we were put on trucks and the trucks we were put on were the cattle carriers, the cattle trailers that they normally use to transport cattle, right? And we got on them and they sat us down and we had, like I said, our duffel bags on our back, our our laundry bags in front, and then whatever personal bag you had. Some people came with huge suitcases. I felt really bad for them, as I'm about to tell you. And so we get we, we get put on these things. We're sitting down. They close the doors. A couple of drill sergeants have also gotten on the trailer with us. And we're driving off away from recruitment battalion and off to your basic training unit, right? I don't know. At some point, maybe halfway there or so, all of a sudden it was like, I don't know, a light bulb switch clicked and all of a sudden it was a change. And those drill sergeants were yelling. They were like, get up, stand up, stand up. Put your face in the bag. Put your face in the bag. You know, so we had to stand up and hold our laundry bags in our arms so that our faces were basically in them. And the trailer is moving because it's driving us. And, And some people, I guess, bumped up against the drill sergeants and they were like, get off me, don't touch me. You don't touch me, private, blah, 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 blah. You know, and it was really... Actually, I found the first few moments kind of funny. (laughs) So thankfully, my face was in the bag and they couldn't see me smiling because I'm sure I would have regretted it. And the cattle trailers stop and there's more drill sergeants outside. You can see all of our duffel bags were set up in different spots out on the ground. I'm spaced out so that you had some space between each one and they're yelling and I was like get off the truck get off the truck find your bag find your bag and stand behind it find your bag and stand behind it so you've got all of us running around like 300 of us I guess two three hundred of us all running around trying to find our name on our bag and stand behind it it was crazy it was chaos and they're yelling at you you know to get over there and stand there And this is the point where then we do our inventory. And we did a huge inventory out on the street. Not the street, it's a sidewalk. But we dumped all of our bags open, everything. Dump it all out in front of you in a big pile. And they went through each item list by list. And they would call it out and they would say, like, two brown undershirts. So we'd have to go find the two brown undershirts and hold them up in the air to show that we had two brown undershirts and then another drill sergeant would be walking around and he'd be like put it in the bag put it in the bag put it in the bag when they told you you could put it in the bag you put it in your bag at the end of that if you had anything left out on the ground that was stuff you weren't allowed to have it went in your personal bag because that was going away to storage and you weren't going to see it for eight weeks 
the funniest thing about that whole situation, or maybe it wasn't funny for the people it happened to, is that there were times when somebody had maybe a bra that was like red or lacy. The drill sergeants surrounded that private with uh, like white on rice like they were there and they were in her face and they were like oh where are you going to the club look at this look at what she's got what do you think you're doing da, 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 da. just to kind of intimidate and everything and i was like "Ooh, i'm glad i stuck to the <laughs> to the list that my recruiter gave me when i signed up you know and i stuck to it i only brought the things they said i could bring so they didn't you know mess with me that day and then After that, once we had repacked everything, they were like, get inside and get upstairs. So we had to run. We had to finish packing everything back up in our bags, close our bags, pick them up, and run inside. Now now we have an extra duffel bag okay, that we didn't have when we were on the trailers. So now you've got two duffel bags, a laundry bag, and your personal bag. Now my personal bag was small. It was like the size of a a gym bag. It was really small. I was smart. I paid attention. Um, About the biggest thing I had was my coat, I think, because it was winter. So I came with a coat. So you had to take all your stuff and get inside. Nobody was going to carry it for you. No one was helping you. And those drill sergeants were just yelling, get inside, get inside. So we ran inside. I remember we were inside in the stairwell and we had to go all the way up and we would fill the rooms. You know, they were eight man dorm rooms on the third floor and the second floor. And then the first floor was a hundred person open bay. So we had to run up the stairs, run upstairs because I was one of the first few people who finished. So I was on the third floor, but I remember stepping over people in the in the stairwell who had dropped bags and were struggling to get them up and we weren't allowed to help them because if you stopped to try and help somebody they were yelling at your face stop get upstairs leave that person so you didn't have a choice and so I was up on the third floor and then they filled in all the way down below so as you can imagine the slowest people (laughs) were the ones who were in the open bay I was lucky because I didn't have to be in a big giant open bay. We had a little room. So that was kind of cool. All right. So I think I'm going to stop there. That's part one. I'll continue with part two next time. And talk a little more about my basic training experiences and remembrances. But that was the first day or introduction to basic training. Let me know what you think. Did you enjoy hearing a little bit about that? Do you want to hear more about it? Was that totally boring to you? Did you go through basic training in the Army or any of the other services? Let me know. That's interesting too. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new content. And I'll talk to you next time.